Well, boys, it is 4 a.m., just landed back in Fort Lauderdale Airport, and we have meetings at starting at 11.30. Gotta get pictures on my foot. tape tomorrow so that'll be going all day tomorrow so I figure this is the best time to just hash out the raw emotion of the game and how everything went this weekend and this past week at work and uh, rip out a podcast on the on the drive home so apologize for the audio uh, if it isn't up to standard I can always re-record that's no worry um, but just figured I would give it a shot here just in case it would be good enough um, to get one out by the morning time. So I'm just going to let it rip and we'll leave it at that. Welcome to another episode of the Fortune Gold Podcast. This is your host, Alec Ingold. And today we are taking our medicine. We're looking at them at the mirror a little bit, um, going all in on your, your hopes, your dreams, your expectations, your preparation on the enemy gets a vote too. And how to respond to that, how to go through that, um, dealing with a tough loss when you're completely bought in, everything seems to be moving in the right direction, you hit a little speed bump. You, you take a loss and how to respond from that, how to keep growing from that, how to how to keep moving forward uh, with a positive mindset um, and one that is focused on improvement and growth because at the end of the day, we're all trying to be better uh, versions of ourselves. So without further ado, let's dive in and, and hop right into this one. So I, I don't think that it'll be too big of a surprise. Everyone's probably watching Sunday Night Football. Anybody that's listening to this podcast probably watched the Dolphins take a tough loss to the Philadelphia Eagles last night and... Um, Definitely was a part of that as a a captain of the team. Man, we wanted that one. And it matters because it's a big opportunity, but it it was the most recent one. And in the face of adversity, in the face of a loss, it really does sting a little deeper when you get a group of guys that completely commit to the mission, to the cause, to the greater good of the team, and still fall short. And... When all the intentions are there, when you do all the preparation, we do everything right, the whole process, everything you know that you could possibly control, uh, and it doesn't turn out the way that you expect it to or hope it will or want it to, um, those losses often hurt the most because there's going to be built-in excuses based on what you couldn't control. And there, it's easy, it's very easy to point the finger and say, oh, it was this, that, and the third. It was this reason, that reason, um, and, and it wasn't really you know, as bad as it seems or as good as it seems or whatever the circumstance is. And the tough thing to do, but normally the right thing to do, is look in the mirror and say, okay, what's the ultimate goal? What's the ultimate mission? Let's, let's zoom out of the scope for a little bit. And are we as good of a human being, as a, a football player, as a person, as a businessman, as an uh, entrepreneur, as a father, as a husband, as a brother, as a son? Are you doing enough? And obvi- obviously those questions or those answers are definitely tougher to come by. 
they're tougher to answer. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I truly think that that's the only way to move forward and grow. And if you say that you want for my circumstance or a football season circumstance to be, man, week seven was going to be it. That was going to be the pinnacle. It was going to be everything. It's prime time and it's all make or break. All the eggs are in that basket. And you completely go off of the results of a 14 point loss on the road. Uh, it can be easy to be disheartened by that or um, to have some self-doubt or to question your abilities. And, you know, those are human thoughts. Those are natural thoughts. But we had a guy named Kyle Maynard who climbed Mount, Ev- Kyle, uh, sorry, he climbed Mount Kilimanjaro with no arms or no legs. And he always talked to us back at our Wisconsin days during our team meetings about the thought after the thought. It's not your knee-jerk reaction. It's not your immediate thought. It's not the immediate blame. It's not the immediate excuse. It's not the immediate results. It's your thought after that. How do you respond to the thoughts going through your head? How do you respond to the adversity that you go through as a team, as an individual, in whatever pursuits that you're trying to accomplish? And the thought after the thought is where you you can regain control of your emotions. You can regain control of your process. And ultimately you can use whatever circumstances or results that were laid out before you as the best thing possible, the best way and answer to, to move forward with. So, you know, as I'm speaking immediately after this loss on the podcast right now, um, there's a lot of knee jerk reactions. There's a lot of questioning, but the thought after the thought is, how can I be a better teammate? How can I be a better servant? How can I be a better leader? How can I be a better fullback? How can I be a better human being for an organization? How can I continue to give more of myself to the greater good of what we're trying to accomplish? And that comes through the hard work. That through comes through the process. That comes through everything we talk about on a daily basis, on a weekly basis on this podcast. So off my soapbox on, on that rant, but... Um, the, the true battle mentally is to control that thought after the thought. So when you have a loss in your life, um, big or small, whatever the, the circumstances around the game that you are playing, the results that you are hoping to have in, you know, when you lose or fall in those moments, controlling that thought after the thought will continue to give yourself clarity and an unshakable refocus and reshift and recalibration on what's most important and your priorities and continuing to buy into your process and double down even more. And it gives you the courage to go all in on the people that you care about, the people that you serve, the people that you love. And, you know, that's what me and the boys are, are going to do this next week. And, and obviously moving forward into a, a big conference game, um, uh, sorry, not a conference game, a divisional game next week against the Patriots, a rivalry game. Um, there's no there's no wasted emotion on feeling sorry for yourself. It's an ability to continue to use all of the lessons and all of the pieces of the journey that you're on to continue to improve and be the best version of yourself, which is ultimately why we're all here 
and what we're trying to accomplish here on this podcast and on our own journeys and as a community, honestly. We, um, we t- we've been following the book of Daniel in our Bible studies, and I want to share some thoughts from chapter 4 of Daniel for any listeners out there and what we've been able to, to talk through with our um, chaplain and Cook has been doing an outstanding job of translating uh, what King Nebuchadnezzar and Daniel and uh, three Hebrew boys have really been through. And it's this this battle with King Nebuchadnezzar. He's back and forth constantly on giving glory to God uh, when he sees it, when he sees the results, when he sees the miracles, when he sees the glory, when he sees... Um, all of the great things that God can do, he, he immediately points to God and says, listen, there is no God greater than the God that Daniel serves. There's no God greater than the one that these three Hebrew boys have, have been serving. There's no greater God than the one that we serve on a daily basis. But then time will pass. And after time passes, he ends up building a a gold statue of himself that everyone worships and idolizes. And that's not very godlike. That's not giving glory to God. And in chapter four, he has a dream, a disturbing dream that he confides to Daniel about, about a tree, a, a great tree that all animals can seek harbor in, that can eat the fruits of, that can rest in the shade of this tree that reaches all the way up to the heavens and this dream in this dream an angel comes down and tells uh, King Nebuchadnezzar to um, cut down the tree and just leave the stump rooted in, in bronze and what that, that dream gets translated to is that over seven periods of time, seven seasons seven years and I wrote a book called The Seven Crucibles because of the meaning of the of the number seven, meaning complete, uh, a long period of time, um, not specifically seven years or seven days or seven weeks, but uh, a complete time. Uh, 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 it, the number seven really represents in the Bible like a, a large period of time, a complete period of time of transition of ownership. And what Cook kind of explained to us is that the tree and the stump that's left there is allowed for regrowth and rebuilding and to to grow again in the glory of God. So when Daniel translates this, this dream for Nebuchadnezzar, King Nebuchadnezzar, he says that you are the tree and your kingdom of Babylon is this tree that you've grown so great. And if you don't truly point to God and go all in with God and his mission for you and his calling for you and his purpose for you to serve the people around you, to spread his love, his glory, his joy, that you'll be cut down and you'll have to live, you know, with the the animals and weather the elements and weather the storms. So Daniel ends up translating this to King Nebuchadnezzar. He says, okay, you know, all glory to God. You know, he, he points back to God again. And then all of a sudden, 10 years later, 
he's on the roof of, of one of his palaces saying, look at what I've created. Look at my glory. Look at, look at who I am. Look at what I've built. And as soon as he says that, an angel comes down, you know, and, and says, man, King, King Neb, you, you've been back and forth on this again, man. And now you're going to be cut down. This tree is going to be cut down. You're going to be cast out from your own kingdom by your own people. And you're going to have to go live with these animals and with the weather and with the elements. And you're going to have to eat grass and graze grass. And, and he ends up getting exiled from Babylon. And then all of a sudden you, you kind of flash back and, and uh, or fa- fast forward and you see that uh, King Nebuchadnezzar truly goes all in after that period of suffering. And it didn't have to be like that. But in order for King Neb to truly learn that lesson, to truly go all in, to truly submit his, his glory and honor for the Most High, he had to learn that lesson through seven, seven seasons, whatever time that actually was, to truly commit to God. And... The way that we took that through the Bible study is, man, you, no matter what you're going through in life, the storms that you're going through, what you're building, the the businesses that you're building, the relationships that you're building, the community that you're building, the love that you're creating and spreading, it can be through the glory of God if you continue to point to that, if you continue to go all in, if you continue to serve. But as soon as you start going back and forth, you're going to have to go through a storm and learn that lesson for good. And... King Neb had to, to go through that because of going back and forth again and, and not truly committing or submitting his will to God's will on earth and his purpose for serving the people that he loves and cares about the most. So to translate that or, or to translate or to communicate or to bring up to date, you know, we're all going through trials and tribulations. We're all trying to, to build our own platforms and our own branding and our own um, messaging in our own communities and we're trying to be interconnected with the people that we love and care about but if you aren't truly all in on on what God has planned for you if you are sometimes in and sometimes out you know eventually these storms will have to teach you a lesson that you're going to have to truly embrace and once those lessons are internalized once they're loved once they're holistically you know a- approached with an all-in mindset you know, you're going to continue to, to see those ebbs and flows. But that solid foundation of faith, of having faith, is um, that's everything. And in the face of storms, in the face of uncertainties, in the face of adversities, in the face of shortcomings of results or circumstances, man, continue to glorify God. Continue to glorify the Most High. Continue to see these lessons as ways to improve and be more like him. Be more like him. The the big takeaway in one sentence from that chapter four was uh, those who exalt themselves before God will be humbled and those who humble themselves before God will be exalted. And it's a constant battle, man. Nobody's perfect. We aren't. We, <laughs> as human beings, we aren't perfect. We perfection is something so hard to strive for and to relentlessly to relentlessly pursue that knowing that you're going to fall short and that you need the power of the holy spirit you need help you need community you need support you need a team you need a village 
to go out and be the best version of yourself and confide truly in others, I think that's, that's everything. And that's what we're all striving for. And that's something that, um, you know, personally, you go, you go back and forth. I might read the Bible a little bit and then go to mass and, and a Bible study, but then sometimes, you know, it doesn't happen all the time and life gets in the way. But the intentions have to be there. The intention and the love and the, you know, you, you can give yourself grace uh, to a certain extent and ask for grace from, from a, a holy God from above. But at the end of the day, we're, we're all trying to be better. We're all trying to grow and understanding that we won't be perfect. But that pursuit of perfection, that pursuit of God, that pursuit of the Holy Spirit, uh, and to act on that over and over and over again, those consistent actions and habits will continue to shine light on others' paths before you to illuminate their paths, to illuminate your own path towards success, towards happiness, towards peace, towards joy. Uh, I think it's all a piece of it. And as long as we continue to try and improve, try to find a way to be better, to humble ourselves so that one day uh, we may be exalted, not in, in our own mindset or our own wishes, but on the wishes and the purpose of God, man. I think that's that's where we're at in life, and that's that's something that I internalized this week. And obviously, uh, it showed its face a little bit today when you go out on Sunday Night Football in Philadelphia and, and try and go all in, and it doesn't work out the way that you want it to. But at the end of the day, we can all continue to learn and grow and develop uh, to be the best versions of ourselves. So I think that's a message I hope that that falls and, and hits and strikes a chord and um, can be something that that people take with them on their on their journeys as much as, you know, I am trying to do that myself and um, knowing that we're not all perfect. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Forging Gold Podcast. This is your host, Alec Ingold, checking back in with you guys. I hope you enjoyed this message uh, from the book of Daniel to uh, a Sunday night football tough loss from the Dolphins and how to move forward in the, in the face of adversity, in the face of uncertainty, controlling that thought after the thought. I hope I gave you guys some sort of tangible formula to approach your week today. Um, some way to continue to move forward and to control that thought after the thought and to have the courage to go all in on whatever pursuit you are trying to pursue and to not be afraid of that, to lean into that, to embrace that and know that whatever the results are, whatever the circumstances are, whatever ends up happening in your life, to continue to move forward, to continue to grow and try and develop into the best possible version of yourself. Have a good week.